EWN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast with Ahmed Kaji and Michael Pedro. Hello and welcome to the Varsity Basketball Edition of Pitchside Podcast. My name is Ahmed Kaji. And I'm Michael Pedro. It is, of course, the first edition of Varsity Basketball, taking place over the first two weekends in October, and action-packed stuff from start to finish. Definitely, uh, starting off from the bottom, uh, Madiba's out in Port Elizabeth. They had a very disappointing campaign. It seemed that they seemed to have went to the weather on the second uh, weekend. Uh, dampened spirits, uh, dampened weather on that front. They a very wet Port University. They played seven games and unfortunately lost all seven. Their points difference finishing off at minus 359. They must have been very disappointed with that. They didn't do too badly at USA earlier in the year. So they wouldn't have been expecting to lose all seven of their games. But that's the way it went for them. And they'll just have to learn from that and try and take it forward into next year and learn from their mistakes. Moving over to Gauteng at TUT, we expected uh, them to maybe try pulling through. They played really well out in the varsity football final for the men's and women's. We thought they would be able to maybe carry that into basketball. Unfortunately for them, they never had the best uh, tournament either. Just slightly better than Madiba's playing seven, winning just one and then losing the remaining six. So they'll be hoping that 2019 will bring something better for them as well. Their Pretoria rivals, Tux, they, to be honest, didn't do too much better than TUT. They finished one place above them in sixth, having played seven and won three, losing four. They finished up on ten points. And that would have been enough if it wasn't for UCT, who finished on 11 and grabbed that fourth spot. UKZN then splitting the two in fifth. So coming towards the end of the tournament, it was a three-way battle for that fourth spot between UCT, Tux and UKZN. In the end, it was UCT that nabbed that final semi-final spot. Pitt had a 100% record heading into the semi-finals, played 7-1-7. UJ was just below them, losing just one as well. So it, uh, it seems that first and second, seventh and eighth had uh, reversed uh, results on that front. And then VUT grabbing the third spot as well. So those four teams, Pitt, UJ, VUT and UCT making it through into the the semi-finals. Tweet us on hashtag Pitchside Podcast or leave us a voice note. The first semi-final was between UJ and uh, UCT and uh, UJ's road to the semi-finals. They started off uh, their round one with a 126.19 thumping of Madiba. So they would have went into the rest of the tournament with a lot of confidence. Definitely, that would have been the ideal way for anybody to start a tournament, to put 100 points past any team. Unfortunately, that was one of two results that Madiba's had that was over 100 points. And like you say, a fantastic way for UJ to start the tournament. They went into the tournament as one of the outsiders, one of the teams that could have been on the fringes of making the top four. They ended up finishing second on the log and that was a credit to them and the way they performed throughout the round-robin phase of the tournament. And then moving over to UCT, they had a similar record as uh, VUT who we'll touch on a bit uh, later on. They played 7-1-4 uh, and lost 3 but their losses were against uh, the semi-finalists as well. They lost to Vitz UJ and a surprising loss to Turks who were aiming for that semi-final position as well. The very narrow loss to Turks by UCT and they wouldn't have taken too much confidence into the semi-finals having already lost to Vitz and UJ two of the other teams in the last four as well 
So that might have been playing on their mind heading into the knockout stages. They did, however, go on to beat UK in the semi-finals and book their spot in the final. That scoreline there was 81-76. So another very close game, only five points in it. And UCT just, just, just scraping into the final. The second semi-final saw the pre-tournament favourites Vitz and VUT do battle. Throwback to the USA final earlier this year where VUT ran out narrow victors over Vitz. Two points was the difference in that one. So Vitz would have been looking for a little bit of payback heading into the semi-final. Yeah, but uh, with the record going uh, into that final, they also had a bit of a tough uh, round-robin stage. You're winning four and losing three similar to UCT, as I mentioned uh, earlier. And their first game was a four-point affair against Tux. They won, but very, very narrowly indeed uh, as well. Their biggest victory, like you said earlier on, that Madibas took more than 100 points on two occasions. One of those was against VUT, 180. 11 points to 43 in uh, the entire game so unfortunately for them they also went on to lose uh, to UCT UJ and Vitt so all made the semi-finals as well so they wouldn't feel too hard done by with those three losses that they experienced earlier in the tournament. That might have been playing on their minds heading into the game against Vitt though having lost to all of the other semi-finalists that can't be a good feeling when you know that you're playing one of those three teams for a spot in the final and it sort of showed when they came up against Vitt. Vitt went in into the game with a perfect record from the group stages, the only side to have won all seven of their matches. And in the end, they ran out comprehensive 91-62 winners over the men from the Val and booked their spot in the final against UCT. Yeah, we just won. It feels great. We worked really hard for this. Yeah, and hopefully many more of these championships to come. That was Vitz captain and point guard Angelo Quinn after his side became the inaugural varsity basketball champions. Vitz dominated that game. I was exceptionally proud, like I said before, and I'll say it again. I'm a proud former Vitz alumni. Much as I was going to the game in my capacity as a journalist, there was an element of bias uh, whilst the game was going on. I was always rooting for Fitz as uh, the game went along. So in those first three quarters, I was very, very excited. Those first three quarters is really where Fitz won the game. They came out of the blocks firing and dominated UCT from the start. And in the fourth quarter, they could sort of ease off a little bit by that stage. They knew they had won the tournament already. They had won the game. And it was a solid, solid performance from Vitz. They really looked extremely comfortable throughout the whole tournament. Like we say, a perfect record heading into the semi-finals, beating VUT and getting some payback from the USA final. And then heading into the final against UCT, all the signs were pointing to a Vitz victory. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, the transitions were absolutely amazing. Uh, whenever UCT came onto the attack, they managed to turn over whenever possible. They took advantage of UCT's free throws, which were unsuccessful, turning it over and trying to get that counter-attack going as well. And uh, speaking about uh, the free throws, uh, Vitz's conversion rate from those free throws, I think it was about 70%, uh, if not more, going through an entire tournament without losing a single game. Their heads must be bigger than mine uh, when someone tells me I'm a good driver. <laughs> but UCT, they succumbed to the pressure. I mean, Vitz had this tournament in their backyard. Everyone was expecting them to get to the final and to win as well. And you could see that UCT were struggling from the start. They never really got going in the game. And like you say, Vitz's free throws really helped them out. But that's also because UCT committed quite a lot of fouls in the final third, especially when Vitz were about to take their shots, leading to those free throws and then Vitz converting them most of the time as well. And UCT, no one really expected them to even get into the semi-final, or get into the final rather. So big ups to them, they deserve to be there and just unfortunately were outplayed by a better team on the day. 
As much as we praise uh, Wits for their play in the fourth quarter at one point, uh, I was slightly concerned because Wits went into the final quarter about 35 points ahead and UCT managed to bring that down to about 20 points uh, with about six minutes left. And at one point I thought, you know, if uh, concentration slips and at that point uh, Wits were also giving away a lot of fouls uh, as well. So there was that point uh, in the fourth quarter where the game may have shifted. Other than that, it was a great performance uh, from Wits, uh, I think. As much as I may have been panicking on the sidelines, they were more than relaxed uh, throughout the four quarters. Angelo Quinn uh, spoke a bit more after the game about how excited he was and he praised his team's performance as well, saying that uh, throughout the tournament, throughout the game, they were more than relaxed. How did you feel going into the fourth quarter at one point, the team that GCT were making a slight comeback? We were pretty comfortable. They are a great team. We always had to be careful, uh, especially during the power plays, but we were comfortable, yeah. Yeah. What's your message out to the supporters who came through? It was a home game in essence, but uh, I mean, varsity basketball, this is the first one as well. What is your thoughts on the tournament as a whole? Obviously, we greatly appreciate the, the support. It's the reason why we try so hard. We, yeah, we love the support. Whether it's supporting Bits, whether it's supporting UCT, you know, this is a great basketball community. Um, and it's, it's got a great connection between all the people. And, and it's just, it's amazing, yeah. And finally, uh, just a message to the UCT players. Um, they're, they're great. Those guys are great. They, yeah, obviously got to keep working, but they're such a talented team. They have such a good coach. Um, yeah, they must be very proud of themselves. With any final, there is a winning and a losing team. Unfortunately, on this occasion, it was UCT. UCT coach Michael Makanda, however, praised his players and spoke after the game about their journey to the final. It was a good game. We were playing against the home side. It was going to be a tough order, but the boys fought until the end. Uh, they gave their all. The semi-final took a lot of us, but uh, I think the boys competed well, and uh, I'm really proud of the boys with the way they fought, with the change of attitude and all that coming all the way from Cape Town. You made it into the semis just one point ahead of UKZN and uh, what is your mindset going into the semi-finals? We knew we could compete against everybody. If we stay away from unnecessary uh, foul trouble, staying away from uh, unnecessary turnovers, we were going to be able to compete with, uh, with everybody in the tournament and uh, that was our downfall. But in the knockout game, we gave our all. Uh, we were on a winning streak, uh, having beaten VUT, who are the user champions. And going out there and uh, beating UJ with all the men that they have, it took a lot of the boys to short character, and I think we fought well. At one stage, uh, you were making a comeback in the final quarter. Was there any specific game plan going into that final quarter to ensure that you brought it? I think you brought it down to about 20 points difference. What was uh, the message uh, in the break between the third and fourth quarter? Uh, go out there, compete. Go out there. We're always going to be an underdog. So if you're an underdog, you go out there, you give your all. That was it. So when we knew we've got uh, younger guys, most of our players are rookies coming out of high school, though they've got energy. So we're able to go out there and keep playing until the end. Finally, this is the first varsity basketball tournament. From your side as a coach, how do you think it went and uh, do you think it'll be a success going forward? It's a very good initiative, uh, thanks to Varsity Sports for all they're doing for the, for the game. It's been a long time coming and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, I think everyone has been looking forward to this. It's a fresh new challenge. It's good for the game of basketball. 
It's good for universities. It can only grow the game better. Looking back at the varsity basketball tournament uh, for 2018, it was the first of its kind. It was an absolute success. And it's great to see that uh, the cultural aspect that basketball has and the popularity is coming through to the fore and varsity sports is making that happen. And uh, this, this is exposure as well for the guys who really want to make it professional. The stadium was pretty much full throughout the whole tournament, especially on the day of the final with Vitz taking part in the showpiece event. And you could see by the fans as well that this was something that they were really excited about. So something to look forward to, not just for the players in Varsity Basketball, but for the fans as well to get something a little bit different. Varsity Basketball also spells an end for the 2018 Varsity Sports season. It's been a great season from cricket early on in the year. We had the Varsity Cup Rugby, there was Varsity Football, which was absolutely amazing. Pitchard Podcast started at that point uh, as well. We are very excited to see what uh, 2019 will bring. We can expect uh, eSports as well, which is going to be very, very interesting. It's something uh, I'm uh, very curious to see what it's all about. It's only going to get bigger and better from here on in. 2019 is definitely going to be an exciting year for all things Varsity Sports. Stay up to speed with the best weekly coverage of Varsity Football with the Pitchside Podcast. Subscribe now via your favorite podcast app.